Welcome to the Rebel Energy Podcast with me, your host, Jade Ellsbury. I'm a corporate dropout and multiple six-figure online business owner. My mission is to help you get out of the nine-to-five mindset and create a new narrative for moms working from home to gain more freedom, more income, and living your dream life by cultivating your own rebel energy. So grab a glass of wine, get comfy, and let's dig in. Hello, everyone. I'm so excited to have you guys back here with me on the Rebel Energy Podcast. And today we have Adina Kroll here with us. And so I'm so excited to chat with her and have her really share her zone of genius. So she is a business and a human design coach. And I know with talking with you guys when we're doing market research for this uh, season, you guys were saying that mindset was huge. And obviously as being a VA coach for the last four years and working as a VA myself, I know how important it is to make sure that you're having a positive mindset. And for my business, learning more about myself and the way that I operate was really, really eye-opening for me. I don't think I told you this in the DMs at all, Adina, and then I'll let you take over, but I was actually very, what's the word I want to say? Like shocked by my human design outcome. It was projector. And I remember like reading that I, at first, you know, cause I, I hate taking naps. And that was like one of the suggestions, I think somewhere that I read maybe from my human design coach of like, you know, people draining your energy and you needed to recuperate and things like that recharge. And I was like, no, I'm so self-motivated. Like, I don't need to do that. But then when I really sat with it, cause my human design coach was like, no, like this is how you're built. And so I sat with it for about like a week or maybe longer before I really let it sink in of like, she's right. Like, but I don't recharge. I would just burn out, burn out, burn out. So anyways, super excited to hear your zone of genius and all that as well too. But that's my background with human design. I was almost like, "Mm, I'm not accepting, I'm not accepting my human design chart. So uh, anyways, I'll let you take over, but why don't you start with telling us a little bit about how you got into the online space? The online space in general, by the way, I love that you're, I love finding fellow projectors just because, you know, same people. (laughs) Um, How did I get into the online space? Uh, I'm not a good employee. Me either. (laughs) I I am not good at taking orders from other people. I have no formal education. And so my idea was originally growing up in a very German household that you just needed to study something that makes you a lot of money. You don't have to like it. I didn't want to do that either because the choice was just like my grades weren't that great and so my choice wasn't that great and so I was just like no I can't do that and so I did the only thing that I thought was reasonable which was flee country and go somewhere else (laughs) (laughs) so I uh I went to the UK and did all pairing for a while and then after a year I got a job as a waitress and then I got an office job thinking I've now finally hit the jackpot because I'm like I no longer have to work weekends this is great I've got a salary I've got a weekend then I realized oh shit (laughs) (laughs) Um, this isn't great either so I worked in IT sales and I had a lot of corporate sales trainings had a lot of trainings from people that were apparently qualified in doing so and then I realized I don't do it that way I've been told off many times I've been on many personal improvement plans even though I've hit my targets and overcome all of my targets basically I've learned how not to sell and I've learned the psychology behind it and I use human design as one of the many tools uh, to help business owners and that's how I come into the online space oh I love that so much and we with you saying like that's kind of you know in Germany like that's the way that you're brought up it's so funny because that's how my parents especially my dad like I remember 
him being like, you know, you don't need to go to college. Where my mom was like, you need something to fall back on. So she was very pro college. My dad was like, no, just like go work hard and, yeah. you know, get, um, you know, health insurance and things like that and benefits. And my mom was like, pension. Yeah. My mom was like, that's just not the way, you know, even in 2000 and, you know, nine, 2010, uh, I remember that having that conversation, even how it was back then. My mom's like, it's not like that anymore. In order to get a good paying job, you can't just be a, a hard worker. You have to get a degree. And the ironic part is my dad's grandma actually was born in Belgium. So we're German as well, too. Uh, not, you know, obviously it wasn't raised or anything like that, but I'm like, hmm, I just wonder if that's maybe where it came from. But I am not good with taking orders either. Hmm. And it took me a really long time to figure that out. And I think for me, it's because my parents were very strict growing up, like very, very, very strict of like, you have to get good grades and you know, all that good stuff. But then also too, I joined the military at 17. So I learned very early on that I don't want to say I have an attitude, but I just can't deal with people telling me where to be and when and what to do. Like, who are you to tell me what to do? So maybe that's why we make such great entrepreneurs. <laughs> well, and I mean, I can, I can pinpoint it down to personally my own human design. I have a lot of individual definition in my chart. I'm not here to listen to other people. And as a projector as well, you're here to guide. Yeah. Yes. You know, so like, all you generators just sit down for a moment. <laughs> let's let's show you that you don't have to like burn yourself out to be successful, okay? Yes. Oh my gosh. And I'm still there there's still times where it's like, okay, I go through through periods where I finally have learned to take a step back, but I do find myself kind of getting into that burnout mode. So tell me a little bit about well, obviously we know your human design is projector. But I guess for your business, I know with projectors, it's more of like guiding. It's more so like letting people come to you. Is that correct? Yes, as well. So you're okay. basically just, you're sharing your knowledge far and wide as a projector and people recognize what it is that you're capable of doing. And then they invite you to help them. That's how we get energy because we don't have that. That's what makes a generator a generator. They have a sacral defined and that's the biggest motor, but we don't have that. And so- we need the invitation to create and generate our own energy. Okay. I love that. So when you're working with women in the online space and trying to help them, you know, discover their human design and like best understand it, what do you feel is the hardest thing for you trying to coach them and kind of reteach them? Because I know for me, learning to take a step back is very hard. And for me, I'm, I've always said, it, you know, I'm very self-motivated. I'm very disciplined. I'm very goal-oriented. And so I think that's why I was like, no, I'm more of a generator. And I didn't like accepting the fact that I'm a projector because I also am a highly sensitive person. So talking to people all day, it really drains me to the point. Like I remember when I was doing 30 calls a week, I'm like, don't talk to me. Like I just, I need time alone to like recharge. So sorry, that was kind of a long-winded question, but I guess do you get a lot of people that almost like reject it or have a hard time like accepting that and guiding them as like their human design coach? By the time that come to me, not so much because I, I market myself with that in mind. So one of the three main pillars is really what does the mindset work around this sales psychology and then the human design part of it? Because sometimes, especially when we look at limiting beliefs in the online, well, pretty much in anything that it's either a lack of skill or it's a limiting belief that's kind of stopping us from sort of taking the next step and achieving the next goal. But the problem is, if you don't take the time to look at, okay, well, 
is it a lack of skill? Okay, in that case, well, that's great. If it's a lack of skill, go and take a course, go and learn something, go and certify yourself. Like skills can be acquired very yeah. easily so. But when it comes to a limiting belief, it's very easy to talk yourself out of it. And so when the way human design comes in it is when you have someone who has a really, really big limiting beliefs such as the really sneaky ones that women especially grow up with with like having to self-sacrifice themselves to make sure that everyone else is okay that one's really sneaky in business yeah because it appears to be logical right it appears to be like we've been praised for this our entire lives but the thing is in business it sucks because that's the reason like a lot of the time when invoices get paid late, right? Because it's just like, oh, it's okay. I'll take the hit for that. You, as long as you're okay, I don't have to get paid right now. And it's just like so many businesses, like that's just one example. And so I can help someone de-identify with this belief by saying like, look, you may have an undefined heart, which may mean that you need have a need to prove yourself, pressure to prove yourself. So let's look at this. Where does that come up? And then they essentially feel a little bit more open to them be like, oh yeah, I guess I do have this belief. Whereas if I would outright go, because as a projector, you know, like you see shit. Yeah. You just like, I know exactly what's going on with you. But if you just say it, the other person can't hear it, especially if they're heavily individual defined, if they've got some gates of deafness, etc. They can't. If you are ready to have Rebel Energy and launch your virtual assistant business, then head over to basictobookedout.com to get started. No, and that makes so much sense as well, too, because I remember as a new virtual assistant, and it's so funny because now it's like my biggest pet peeve when I'm like coaching other women. I'm like, okay, Jade. That was just you, you know, four or five years ago, but that was me as well too. Like, oh, okay. You know, just pay me when you, you know, when you get a chance or whatever, where now, you know, it's, it's that mindset shift too. Like, no, I deserve to get paid X, Y, and Z, or I deserve to get paid on time. And, you know, I think for me, better understanding the projector side also too, I'm not going to lie. I haven't gotten into Oh, what was the thing? It started with an S like the, it's the undefined heart or like, is there one that's like an open heart and there's something else? You mean the centers? Yeah, the centers. Okay. So do you mind kind of like going and covering that a little bit? Because again, I, I feel like I'm at that first layer of knowing my human design, but going in a little bit deeper of like how, how that operates. Cause I'm a very emotional person. So however I'm feeling like if I'm in a bad mood, People like I wear my emotions on my sleeve, kind of a thing. So, are you defined or undefined in your solar plexus? Honestly, I can't remember. Uh, To be honest, I, I now I'm like kind of kicking myself to make a better podcast episode, but it's probably been like a year, year and a half since I've actually looked at mine. And I think the reason too that I haven't gone back to it is because I don't really fully understand what all of it means as well. Too. Mm. One of the best things that you can do. So the thing is, it gets to be really, really nuanced, right? So the reason why you probably didn't resonate the first time with projectors need to rest a lot, et cetera, is because there's so many subcategories of projectors. If you have one of the four motors defined, well, three motors defined, because if you have the sacral center defined, you'd be a generator. But if you either have a defined heart, a defined emotional center, or a defined root, the roots at the bottom, it's like the, the right ones, that would make you what we would consider an energy projector and not a traditional projector. The traditional projectors have none of these motors. And yes, they do feel like resting. I've got two motors out of four defined, and I too also don't feel like I constantly need to sleep. 
Yeah. Like I can sometimes go, 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 but there's also a, a certain amount of conditioning attached to this. And so it's really about layers is when you start to just sort of like flatten the information, that's when it becomes a bit like I have a lot of generators who are just like, I don't feel like I don't want to have to wait. I don't want to have to respond. I don't feel like I do this. But when you actually go into the chart, the thing that I would recommend is rather than necessarily immediately going into the centers, if you are still like at the very beginner level, okay. is start to understand your strategy and authority first. It sounds like a cop-out answer because that's what everyone's always saying, strategy and authority. No, 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 no. But, but I mean, honestly, too, it's so true. I know when we're coaching, we're teaching business strategy and we're like, they're like, well, I'm doing this. I'm doing this. Okay. And they're like, well, where's your mindset at? And I hate doing that because I feel like that's just such a, I don't want to say like a woo answer, but it, mindset really does affect the strategy as well, too. So I know what you mean by that. <laughs> but it, do, it, it does. But I mean, like, in particularly human design strategy and authority, because if we look at human design just as a tool, so far it's the only tool that shows us how are we energetically designed to make decisions and know they're correct for us. Because mm -hmm. in business, from the moment you kind of set foot into this world, everyone's teaching you that everyone else knows about you better than you do, right? Your parents, yeah. your teachers, your employers, your government, everyone else is just like, no, you should be doing this. Jade, you should be doing this. You should be doing this. Oh, you're really good at this. Let's say you're a second line profile in human design, which means you're the gifted child. You're naturally talented, but you don't even know that you can do that. So other people call you out and say, Jade, you're really good at this. You're really good at this. But let's then say you don't know what your personal decision-making process is and you just agree like, oh yeah, I guess I could be doing this. You just burn yourself out in the process. Happens a lot. Yeah. Oh, I never even thought about that at all. Right? So oh. it's really about what's the strategy and authority. So for you as a projector, it's, and it sounds really frustrating because we're just like, we don't want to wait, right? It's wait for recognition yeah. and invitation. But what does that actually feel like? Our signature success as projectors, when we're in alignment, we feel successful. And that's when we get recognition. That's when we get the invitation because that's our fuel, right? When when someone invites you, when someone recognizes you, like all of a sudden you have energy for days. Yes. Yeah. And I think that was my biggest thing with projector too, because, and I don't know how much you know about Enneagram, but at my corporate jobs, we did, I can't even think of what they're called, but we did like personality tests and things like that. And I guess I didn't really feel aligned with them and I wish I could remember what they're called. But then when I learned about the Enneagram, hmm. do you want to guess what I am on Enneagram if you happen to know it? <laughs> I, oh, I'm not too familiar. I'm more familiar with the Myers-Briggs. I've done my Enneagram, but I don't oh, okay. remember what mine was. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. So mine is achiever. It's a, it's a three. And I felt so aligned with that. I'm like, yes. You know, because I look at like, I'm such a go-getter. I'm a self-motivator. You know, I'm mean girls. I don't know if you ever see mean girls or Tina Fey's like, I'm a pusher. That's literally me where, you know, when I was married at the time, I'm like, yes, like I always like motivated my now ex-husband and even now with my fiance and my kids and you know, all that. And so then when I got projector, and the one person that I already knew that I was coaching that was a projector, she is a, like an OBM that's a spiritual um, OBM. So when I was coaching her, I would get frustrated because I would say, okay, do this, this, and this. And then I got a call with her and she's like, well, I didn't really feel aligned with that. And she loved to take like a two hour nap in the middle of the day. And we were such opposites. So for me to be in the same cat and, you know, nothing against that. Like you do you, that's how you operate. It's working. She's super successful, mm. but me 
it gave me so much anxiety to think about taking a two hour nap in the middle of a work day. So then when I got projector, I felt like it was the complete opposite of what I felt aligned with, with the Enneagram. And it absolutely makes sense because again, it's like you're, are you into astrology? I mean, I know that I'm in a Scorpio, but you know, other than, you know, reading in my 17 horoscope. That's okay. So that's, that's kind of, it's kind of the same thing. It's when you like your horoscope, your astrology is kind of comprised of like, not just your sun sign. So your Scorpio, but it's your rising sign, your uh, moon, your Leo, your Mars and everything together. Right. It tells a whole story. But basically, if you just hear the tiny version of like, here's what a projector is, it's basically like reading your sun sign in like the daily mirror. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And And it's just like today you will have a good day. And it's just like, so every Scorpio is going to have a good day. Sure. Like that's not how it works. Uh, okay. That makes so much sense because, and again, too, I know with like the, the centers and things like that, where again, I wish I could remember what it was, but I remember like reading through it and I did feel aligned with like a lot of the centers. I was like, Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. So I think what I need to do is probably hire you to go and do like a whole thing. And because even though you and I are projectors, right? Like what you're saying basically is there's going to be a lot of differences between Absolutely. how we both think and operate. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Think of it like DNA, right? We're all aware that biologically our DNA is different, but we all identify as humans, right? Yes. So if you were to read the description, what is a human has two arms, two legs, yes. right? <laughs> that's essentially, it's just like what reading, what is a generator? What is a projector? What is a, re- that's what this is like. But then you go in and it's just like, oh, well, this person might have a, an autoimmune disease and this person might be born with thinning hair. This person has dark skin. This is, that's exactly the same thing. We have an energetic DNA, right? So mm-hmm. having like a general thing of just like all projectors are tired and all projectors are really, I mean, bitten is again, is our cue for like, we're off track, but like generally you really want to look and what is your definition? How is energy prioritized within your chart? What centers are defined? Some people are a little bit more intellectual in their design versus others are a little bit more creative. Some are a bit more energetic. I have a defined root. You can throw me in the deep end with stress. That's literally my design. I have a defined root and a defined solar plexus. You can throw me into stressful situations and I can cope. And for the longest time, I thought that I'm not good with stressful situations because most of my family don't have a defined route. I'm going like into a bit of advanced human design here. Yeah. But that was because I had a limiting belief is because if I didn't appear to be stressed, visibly stressed, people would say, well, you clearly can't be busy enough. So they would give me more work. Oh gosh. <laughs> and so I've learned to look stressed, which then I identified with. So when I heard about the root, I'm just like, I don't deal with, oh no, I do deal with stress. I just mask it. There we go. There, that makes sense. Well, and even when we hopped on guys, before we even started recording, I was like, Adina, do you have children? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) and, And I would love to learn because I, I feel like certain words get thrown around so much, you know, like, oh, I have major anxiety. Like I, I know even like my my nine-year-old one time was just like, I, you know, I, I'm so anxious. And I'm like, do you even know what that even is? So I try really hard not to say that, but at the same time too, I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I feel it so deeply. So it would be very interesting to me to see how, would you say like how I'm supposed to deal with the, the anxiety or the stress? Yeah. I mean, not necessarily supposed to, but how it's easier 
right? Okay. Because are there, are there people out there who aren't quote unquote living their design and they're successful? Yeah. Are they a ball of stress? Absolutely. It's just like, it gives us an idea of how can we move easier? Like look at Gary V for instance, you're probably familiar. Oh, I love with him. him. Yes. He's a projector. Oh. And he's go, 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 go. Right. Okay. See, see my other, the other human design coach I work with should just live with that. Cause I love Gary V. I'm like, yeah, but I will say though, too, I know because I used to follow him all the time when I was a new entrepreneur. And now I just, you know, feel like I don't have the time, but I remember him saying like, yeah, I only get like four or five hours of sleep at night. And I'm like, oh no, I'm like, I need eight or I'm just a total yeah. bitch. Like, <laughs> So I would, I would say that he's acting a little bit out of alignment, but the way his chart is defined, he's fairly open. Like he doesn't like projectors. don't know when enough is enough because we don't have that sacral same with manifestors. Do you know Conor McGregor? He's big in MMA. He's an Irish guy. So he's Oh, yes. Okay, yes. I do know who that is. Okay. Yeah, so he's a manifester. So he also doesn't have a sacral. But you can really see how this is showing with him. So we kind of, we get bursts of energy. Anyone who isn't a generator, we get bursts of energy. And sometimes we don't know when enough is enough. And you can really yeah. see this with anyone who is a non-sacral. We can really see this of like, you just like, you're a rocket. And yeah, Gary V definitely has sort of like, he doesn't know when enough is enough, but he also utilizes his projecting as very well by having his team do a lot of the things, which is really good to see. Yes. Yes. And I feel like that was, you know, I've just grown my team where, you know, now I'm getting out of sales calls and that was kind of like the final, the final little bit. And it was such a, a hard transition. So um, yeah. yeah, I love Gary V. So what, if you had to pick like maybe one client that you just like had the biggest transition or like the biggest win, what would that look like? Do you like, do you want to tell a little bit about what that client was going through and how you were able to help them overcome it or maybe help grow their business by helping them with their human design? Mm, so many. One of the most recent examples is a manifesto that I was coaching or am coaching and she came to me. It was it was really sweet. Bless. She booked a sales call with me and it didn't end up being a sales call. It ended up being a coaching call, essentially, because I could tell that she needed help and she couldn't necessarily afford it because she came to me because she was just like, I can't afford it. Usually I don't get sales calls like this anymore because I really market to people who already have a bit of money. But somehow she thought, you know what, I take the leap. And I respect yeah. that, you know, yeah. like you can ask. And uh, it ended up being a bit of a coaching call. And I said, OK, listen go do x y and z and so i gave her a bit of a strategy and authority and i said like look well at the moment you tell me that your funds are going to run out and you're already really scared here's what i want you to do as a manifester right and her thing is as a manifester they're quite rare seven to nine percent of the world population they're here to inform and initiate things they're your typical nike just go and do it essentially yeah right? What everyone else of us is being sort of taught to do that technically by design, quote unquote, the only ones who could really do it. Again, there are nuances. And one of the big things is that it's really about, do you have an idea? Is there something that you want to be doing? I'm like, okay, well you go sleep, go and rest, and then let your body lead wherever it wants to lead you. That's a really big thing. Manifestors have visuals and they sometimes they're like, whenever they want something, they have these urges and they don't trust them because they're just like, I really want to build a launch plan for something. I really want to go and sell something to my audience right now. And suddenly they get this urge to, I don't know, go, go to like a fucking swimming pool. And they're like, but why? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I gotta do that makes, <laughs> like, 
what does a swimming pool have to do with me writing a blog? What does it like, do you know, like, does yeah. that make sense? And so I'm like, follow these urges and just go and do the thing and just do this. So what the fuck happens? She go and does this. Two days later, she's like, okay, so I did what you have to say. You said, <laughs> she's even sent me a message. She was just like, follow your authority. Go and sleep, you said. Go and, go and follow these instincts, you said. And then she's like, I have literally just signed up another client been paid to change my flight, been given money to change my flight twice, <laughs> right? Wow. And she's just like, what the fuck? And I'm like, that's no accident because when you follow your design, everyone's meant to flow. Yeah. Everyone is meant to flow. And so that's like one example. Another example is one of my private business coaching clients is a manifesting generator and she bless her. Her thing is to wait and respond. And so she was just like, okay, I'm going to go and do that strategy. And actually she, uh, she was about to go on a date because I said to her, like, look, don't use it in business just yet. Because if you're just like, Adina, I followed my strategy and authority and I invested 10,000 in Bitcoin. I'm like, don't do that yet. We need to, we need to first find out what your yes and your no is. Okay. And so she did it. And she was just like, I think I manifested a tree on the train tracks because I really didn't want to see this date. I really didn't want to see this guy because I just wanted to sleep. Uh, And then it turns out as I went out, the train in New York wouldn't go because there's a tree on there. She's like, I think I manifested this. And it was, it it was honestly, it was so spot on whether or not she actually did, but it worked out in her favor when she actually did follow her strategy and authority. Oh, I love that. And honestly, I love those signs from the universe or, you know, God or whatever you believe in those I remember when I was doing one-on-one coaching in my program, Rock Salt Academy, and I would get messages like that where, um, and you know, I'm not a mindset coach, but I've done enough of it. And I love money mindset. I love it. And I, I think the, the reason I love it is when I pivoted into coaching, I was totally doing that. Anyways, you know, I was really following this whole process and like, I've actually seen it work, but before that, I was like, oh, mindset. Like I loved doing personality tests. I love learning about myself. So I still probably would have done human design because I, I'm such a big believer in self-development and personal development and trying to be a better you, which I know sounds so Barney, but whatever. But I think with being an online business owner and actually seeing how powerful your mind is, I love that. So I'm almost a little bit jealous of you as like a human design coach of like getting those. Cause like I miss getting those goosebumps of like, oh, you know, like those big mindset wins I think are just so cool. So thank you so much for sharing those. I love it. So what would be your number one tip before we end for anyone right now that, you know, maybe is on the fence of working with you or like another human design coach, like what would your advice be for them? That's a really good question. For someone who's on the fence, I mean, at the very worst, dig a little bit deeper than just your type. It's really about this playfulness because human design is incredibly practical. And obviously you have to kind of connect with your reader. And if you don't necessarily gel with your reader and someone who can read your chart, because it's still an interpretation that's personal, right? Like, am I 100% correct? I don't know. It's my interpretation of someone's chart, uh, even though I study it. But so far when you really apply it, it gets to be stupidly easy. And I think one of the biggest things that we do is we tend to look for complex solutions because there's this limiting belief of like, if it was that easy, 
then why haven't I done it? Does that mean I'm a failure? Does that mean I'm not good enough? Right. Yeah. So it's just like if 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 you're looking for a complex solution and you're just like, well, no, this can't be it, it's really inside of you is always the best way to start. Oh, I love that. And honestly, too, I like I feel the same way. I know it's a little different with like business strategy, but I remember when I started working with my VA coach and she's like, you know, do this, this, and this. And that's, you know, what I teach now in Rockstar Academy. And I was like, like really it's that simple. And I think a lot of times that makes so much sense. Like with our new VAs, when they start, you know, a big thing we teach is consistency, right? Like you don't have to be doing these weird, complicated strategies. It's just the same thing every day. But if you think about it, and I always go to dieting, right? Cause like dieting, I feel like we could all be like, yeah, we've all been there. We've all want to lose weight, but it's the same thing where, you know, it's, we know what we need to do. We need to eat healthy, maybe move our bodies a little bit more. That's it. But it's the consistency part of it. So I love that you brought that up because I've, I I mean, I know that, but I guess I've never like really thought of it as like, hey, you know, quit trying to find the complex solution to this. So, and that's usually the limiting belief. So again, it's usually open heads that have it. So if you're white open in your head, that's usually the ones that have it. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm going to have to hire you now. Cause I'm just like, <laughs> I, I'm like, I want to go dig into my old document of my human design too, even though I probably won't even know what any of it means, but thank you so, so much Adina for doing this today. I'm so excited to share this also too, before I forget, how can everyone follow you? If they, you have like an in, a business, Instagram, um, Facebook group, or anything like that you want to share? Uh, yeah, I'm um, mainly on Instagram at adinacroll.com. I can share the link a little bit later. And on my website, uh, adinacroll.com. Oh, yay. Awesome. First and last name, super simple. So super guys, simple. <laughs> we will have, if you guys are listening right now, scroll down. I'll make sure to put those links in the bottom um, in the description for you as well. So thank you so much, Adina. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Of course. I hope that you enjoyed today's show. And if you did, then please hit subscribe. And remember, you are amazing, you are worthy, and you are capable. Until next time, Rebels.